Hey guys, I'm Andrew. And I'm Kobe. And welcome to Uncut Hawaii. We are on our last and final episode of season one. We just thought we would have you get to know us a little bit more, go over some of the top moments from season one, and just have some fun. Uh Yeah, so the reason why this whole thing started was, you know, Kobe and I always go on these lunches and, you know, we eat and, you know, there's drinks involved. Mm -hmm, Usually. Usually more than one. I did a... Prep with some chill tequila. <laughs> so we're going to start with the way we normally get together and hang out is with tequila. For, so for those listening on Spotify and Apple and everyone else, I'm pouring out two tequila shots for us right now. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how we're going to end our first season. Yeah. So and if you have tequila at home, you should be drinking tequila with us. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, you know, 12 seasons we've had such amazing guests and we're stoked for season two. Cheers, Cheers. to Uncut Hawaii. that was a a giant shot another thing that we do when we hang out we're usually like with our friends and stuff and we'll usually play like a board game Mm -hmm. so we have a game nice which is called let's get deep (laughs) (laughs) questions for couples (laughs) so we might need to skip over some questions but we just thought that this might help us you know just get to know each other more even though we know each other pretty well i think yeah we're gonna ask a bunch of questions and then you know for you guys to get to know us like it what when it started you know like it was like our friends listening and that's all we mm-hmm. kind of just like wanted and or like expected and then right like, yeah and some one piece of feedback that we got was like hey talk about yourselves more like we want to get to know you we usually are just interviewing our guests mm-hmm. um so we'll start with the card game so i'm gonna go first you go first ladies Kay. first <laughs> okay if this is a sex question, we're skipping it. Oh, it's a it. deeper. <laughs> it's a deeper. <laughs> okay. If a fortune teller could tell you one thing about your future, what would you ask? Ooh, that's deep. I don't know if I want to know my future, though. Let's see. Mm-hmm. If, if I did, though, I would want to ask. I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I would want to know how many kids I have. Yeah. Just so I can prepare. Because, you know, kids are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much money do I need to make before I can start having kids? Yep, yep. Um, okay, cool. Let's see. All right, we got another deeper. If you could script the basic plot for the dream you will have tonight, what would it be? <laughs> what? Do you dream? I, like, barely ever dream. I always dream, and I always remember my dreams, and, like, every morning I ask You write Megan, it down? I, no, I just think about it. But oh. I asked Megan, or I tell Megan about it, because I always ask Megan, like, do you remember your dreams? And she doesn't remember anything at all. But, like, I vividly remember my dreams. Really? Yeah. Like, this morning, I told Megan, I remembered uh, my dream was I was a superhero chasing down my grandpa driving a black BMW. Really? I don't know, I don't know why so or what it was, but, like, right before I woke up, that was my dream. Like, wow. chasing down my grandpa. I don't know what he did, why he's driving a <laughs> black BMW, <laughs> and why I had superpowers, but that was my dream. See, my dreams are so, like, so, so random, where it's, like, a okay, random so place and a random person. And if just, you could okay. plot your dream for tonight, what would it be? I don't know. I feel like I would want to just be on an adventure somewhere, like, traveling somewhere exotic. Something that's, like, not my life right now. Okay, <laughs> okay that's a good one. That's a good one. So, just in case you 
don't know, because this is the first time we're playing this game too. So there's like three categories of questions, which is icebreaker, deep, and deeper. And this is like four couples. So it's like... Yeah, so, so I mean, we wanted another game, but it was sold out. <laughs> and I was like, this is the next best option. But we looked at the questions. It was pretty cool. We just mixed them all up. I think you're supposed to start with like icebreakers and mm-hmm. then go into deep and then yeah. deeper as the night goes. But you know what? We just mixed it all up and let's see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here is a deeper, another deeper. Okay. Do you believe in second chances? Why or why not? I do believe in second chances. I feel like, you know, everyone evolves differently and everyone's timeline is different and, you know, nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. No matter how bad people do deserve second chances and like, Mm -hmm. even if it's a small capacity, a second chance is a second chance. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What about third chance? Ooh, third chance might be pushing it. <laughs> fool me once, shame on me. Fool on twice, shame on you. But fool me three times. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, I mean, agree. Uh-huh. I agree. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has yeah, their. You can't judge someone by like their first. Yeah. You know. It, it's what makes us grow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like I, we've known each other for so long, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like we we met through this industry so i mean tell us like about your how wedding we industry. met yeah i mean like no just talk about like your your journey in the wedding industry yeah. and then you know when we met yeah <laughs> so long ago i don't even know if i can remember the details um no so okay so i mean my journey in a nutshell is that i used to work for the news uh-huh. um i used to work for kgmb and then and then i ended up starting aria studios 14 years ago so i was 14 I was not 14. <laughs> 14 years ago. <laughs> 14 years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. And so we started off doing like more documentary filmmaking, uh-huh. like um, work, helping nonprofits raise money, working with churches and things. And then randomly we shot a wedding for a friend and that just like put us on this whole different trajectory where we started with like one wedding, then eight weddings a year, I think. And then the next year was like 50 weddings. And like now our team does like over 100 weddings a year. That's crazy. Um, and it's been such a journey and I've gotten to meet like some of my best friends, honestly, um, made just awesome relationships and met you in the process. Mm-hmm. Long time that. ago. <laughs> in, in the beginning of Aria, you guys, you know, for the OGs, you guys remember this, but they used to do like these team videos. And I always bring this up every time I see them. But there was one where they dressed up like in like <laughs> 80s, 80s, like workout, workout clothes and stuff. And, this is uh, me and Cash. Yeah, and yeah. we just um, bought a, what was it? Um, like not a steady cam. It was something. a steady cam. Yeah, and they were like, it was all steady cam shots and it was like so good. I tried to find that on Vimeo one day, but I'm sure you guys hit it. I got to ask like Gabe or something to dig oh, it up. Oh, it's like gone <laughs> it's with the wind. No, but like I remember that and like when i was in high school you know i was already passionate about media and stuff and like mm-hmm. just like so like before social media and anything it was like facebook and i would like look up like or vimeo or even look up like kai media aria studios mm-hmm. you know like all of those companies and like um i would watch all your videos and just be like oh my gosh i want to work with these people and i was like <laughs> one day i was just like what you know what? i'm just gonna message them i'm still in high school but i i want to learn i want to start shooting and like I, I remember reaching out and aria was one of the companies that reached back and we just, I mean, we met, we shot a few times. I remember the first time I met you too. I, I have it on my phone somewhere, but it was like, oh my God, I'm filming with Kobe today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was a cool experience. And, you know, you, you guys, I consider you guys like the OGs and like pretty much like pioneers of this wedding industry in Hawaii. So it's like I follow in your footsteps and then grateful that, you know, I 
you took me on and I was able to have you as my mentor and like now we're good friends and now well, we're co-hosts. Well, you say that, but I recently spoke at this like student um, conference uh-huh. where it's just like high schools competing <laughs> and I like mentioned your name because you went to Monolulu High School uh-huh. and like competed in like these STN, yeah, yeah. STN and was a creator there and I was like, oh yeah, Andrew, Andrew and I are, and they're like, Andrew Tran, <laughs> you're like a legend. I'm like, uh-huh. Nah. I know Andrew. He's my friend. And they're like, whoa, you're so cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, those are the days. I mean, it, it it's so cool how, like, the, the industry has evolved and, like, how our relationship has evolved and whatnot. And, um, I mean, yeah, I'm just stoked that we, we are still doing this. And, like, we took it to the next level. Now, I mean, we're business partners. And mm-hmm. now we have this going yeah. on. So let's take it to the next level. Not, never getting rid of me. I, <laughs> <Shucks>. <laughs> I thought this was just a high school internship. <laughs> okay one more question yeah oh, okay yeah, it's my turn yeah i feel so like deep, I, I feel like questions. i feel like um rihanna when we did that and she was like reading our cards but it's like a different level all right this oh, is deep, deep now okay if you had a, if you had a chance to ask the government one thing what would you want to know what do you do with all of our taxes no oh that's a good one that's that's a good one <laughs> let me see exactly where my tax money is yeah, going yeah. I'm yeah, just, I just poured out another shot. We're not getting into politics here. Um, we can skip. Let me ask you another one. Let me <laughs> ask you another one. Let me ask you another one. Deeper. What gift from your partner has been the most meaningful and or impactful to you? It could be a business partner or a life partner. Do I have to say my kids? <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy question. <laughs> I guess my kids. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Like, We've had so many moms on our, on uh-huh. our season too. And yeah, just like seeing had- how you guys navigate through that like journey of like being a mother but then that's like in the middle of like your entrepreneur journey too like it's it's so amazing to see and like you know i eventually want kids as well you know like hearing those stories we need a baby (laughs) in this podcast (laughs) hearing those stories and stuff just like makes me want to have one right now (laughs) yeah Well, let me leave the room. No. Um, no, those have been some of my favorite moments of this podcast, too, because we had Jana on here. Mm-hmm. We had Amy on here, um, Kimie, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. And I feel like I really connect with them and I feel their struggle. And when they talk, I'm almost like taken back to when I was with yeah, two under two and trying to build my company and trying to create systems and struggling and burning out and so tell us about that i mean like so what what year of aria were you in when you i had was your, in year five okay yeah i was in year five That's still considered young yeah and and um prior to that i had never this was my first business mm-hmm. so i was new to everything even f- pretty new to filmmaking yeah, even yeah, yeah. you know i wasn't like a lifelong that was, filmmaker that was before dslrs guys <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> any chance is tell me to show how old i am no this was like um I was learning the creative industry. I was learning how to like manage a team. And I remember having, I think I might've had four employees at the time Mm -hmm. and like stressing out, struggling, not sleeping, worried about them and also still trying to do everything. Mm -hmm. And then I had two babies back to back. They're like less than two years apart. And then that was at that point where I needed to like let go of control, start putting together some systems, systemizing some so things. So it kind of like forced you into it. It forced me into it. Uh-huh. And I think that's the journey that a lot of entrepreneur, female entrepreneurs go through. Uh-huh. Um, 
Like if you have the foresight to plan for it, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, I hear that they're like forced into it because they had kids. Yeah, our our first episode, I mean, with Jana, like so grateful she came on and like you guys, I, I mean, you guys really connected on that sense where it was like, we all connected because it's like, you know, with within our businesses, we value our team so much. Mm-hmm. And then when she had her first child, mm-hmm. like it was either hire someone and trust them or give up on the company right right because your company is like your baby so you have this baby and your team like your family Uh that you're taking care of and all of a sudden you have this actual baby and family Mm. you have to take care of and then that transition can be really rough and i think a lot of people at that point you either are forced to grow like forced to grow and expand give up some control or you let it die <laughs> let it die much, yeah. Yeah. And yeah so i mean like for everyone like jana you amy cheyenne like you guys all you know just figured it out figured and, it like, out trusted mm-hmm. let go mm-hmm. and like trusted a team member and like no you guys can't live with that we live without that person or operate mm-hmm. without that person i think cheyenne said too like she wished that she had other people in her network that had experienced it and mm-hmm. she could ask advice and stuff and so i think this is also a good opportunity to like have people feel like it's not just them. They're not alone. And to reach out, ask for help. There's a lot of people who can, I don't know, understand, sympathize, give some great advice. Mm-hmm. I had like a couple of great mom friends who are entrepreneurs that really helped me through that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, I mean, that that's another thing that's really cool about this podcasting. Is like, I mean, we, we had a variety of guests. But then, you know, like through social media and YouTube and stuff, you know, people would reach out and be like, oh, I connected with that part of the podcast or something or like that guest. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah, everyone's story is unique and different, but in a way, it's all very similar. And everybody's going through the same thing and mm-hmm. same fears, same same doubts. And yeah, everybody's so in it together. In the same way that I connected with, with the moms, like you were saying that you connected with Zach's story. Oh, yeah. Like, Zach, so like being a creator uh-huh. and turned entrepreneur or builder. Yeah, crazy, like, you know, I, I've always, like, looked up to, like, Zach's work and all that stuff, and, like, we, we, we've met, like, a few times in passing and whatnot, but just to sit down and, like, hear his story on a deeper level, mm-hmm. and, like, even just, like, him breaking down what 1117 means, because, mm-hmm. you know, you always wonder what, what the meaning of, like, a company name is, mm-hmm. and then just, like, the, I think the biggest thing I got away, got out of that was, like, he talked about the talent in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and how, like, people pay to have Hawaii in their brands or, you know, whatever. And it's like, there's talent in Hawaii. He wants to be the, you know, like the... The connector. The connector, like mm-hmm. bridging like these connections and building these relationships with mainland brands and mm-hmm. then like local creatives and talent. And well, he was saying too, like, there's no, not a lot of opportunities here, but yeah. he's in it to create those opportunities. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Was, and you experienced that too, like working with bigger productions, coming from the mainland mm-hmm. and then they would hire you mm-hmm. to like be the local i don't know the yeah filmmaker. so i mean working with mtv and and mm-hmm. you know like these other la or like just being on set like it's like these learning experiences like whoa like this is cool and everything but like i know there's people in hawaii that can do this too yeah like it's just like they don't have the opportunity or they move away and then they're mm-hmm. not you know so it's yeah that, that was a big one for zach like i really connected with that and mm-hmm. hopefully we all get to do something you know and help out the creatives in hawaii yeah that would be really awesome yeah um call a stack (laughs) let's take this shot and then you it's your turn for a question cheers let me do let's do half a shot this is a small one okay oh i did the whole thing (laughs) okay deep what do you imagine being retired from work will be like 
What do you imagine being retired from work would be like? Ooh. <laughs> um, I mean, I can, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but, you know, I think, I think retirement is not really an age to me. I know, you know, when they teach you in school and stuff, it's like, oh, you retired at 60 and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, I think retirement is like, I don't think I'll ever be like truly retired in a sense I was going like, to say, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. Like yeah. I love, I love to work and whatnot, but uh-huh. I think in a different capacity, you right. know, like retired in a sense where you're financially free. I don't have to worry about money. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to retire my parents, mm-hmm. Megan's parents. Um, and then just like no one worry about money and like we all just like live through life experiences and whatnot. And so, yeah, I don't think retirement as much of an as like a timeline or an age. It's more of just like how you feel. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you I can't imagine you not working. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, not definitely, the same you know, kind when, of work now, yeah. but like you're just an ideas guy and like an executor. And mm-hmm. so I just can't imagine you not being like that, even when we're like just hanging out or like not working uh-huh. you're still with like the ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like <laughs> i know we were at um kobe's brother's house cash the other night and we were drinking and like i was just we were just all talking business and i hate it <laughs> I mean, like, but it's still like it's that's just like jam, oh, yeah though. that's our yeah that's it's what like, makes us excited we all yeah. connect on that and it, we all get excited off of that so yeah i yeah i don't i don't really see myself Me fully either. retiring but i think it's like you know at a different capacity and especially when you have yeah. kids and everything like that like working smarter not harder mm-hmm yeah cool oh, that, these are some good questions i was not yeah. expecting i was like honestly expecting like a bunch of like sex questions and stuff <laughs> icebreaker question a simple one lose your sense of touch or your sense of smell and why touch like would you just not be able to feel anything i know i can't imagine not being able to feel something like if I, I'm not going to lose my hands, I can still like use them, right? Probably no, but like, sm- I would rather lose the sense of touch because smells bring me back to things. Uh-huh. Like it's like, um, I don't know. I, I like love the like smell of nostalgia. flowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah like gardenias like will yeah. just like come like whiff past me and like instantly think of my grandma. Uh-huh. Or like food. Can you imagine? Yeah. I think if you can't smell food, you probably can't taste food. Mm-hmm. Like so many people. COVID. <laughs> Down COVID. A lot of people definitely took smell and taste for granted. Yes. Until they yes. lost it. Yes. But then I was like not be hungry and smell something and instantly be hungry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Like I smelled um, Bryce's meat gen plate just now. And I was like, ooh. Ooh, that's a good smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's something you're passionate about and why? And not an obvious answer. I think what I realized over the past couple of years, and I, I mentioned this to you a few times, but I'm really passionate about problem solving. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I like the entrepreneur side of me, problem solving. And then also like within that, helping other people problem solve. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, whether it's like building out a team and like seeing what their goals are and trying to figure out how to accomplish their goals as a team or, you know, individually. Um, yeah. I think, I think problem solving, like if, if, if there's a problem, and there's no solution to it i like figuring out a way to solve it yeah and it's fun you're a good problem solver uh-huh. and a good people person you mentioned that mm-hmm. like helping others figure out their problems mm-hmm. i think that makes a good mentor and a good leader mm-hmm. so, yeah. so yeah i mean that too is what i've realized like so you know with my journey like with mentors like you and like you know they you guys have helped me 
get to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, I want to do the same for the next generation. I mean, yeah. it's just like, how can you give back or how can I give back, help the next generation, you know, put the pieces together and like help move things along. Yeah. So, yeah, that's you what have I'm passionate a lot about. To, you have a lot of knowledge to, to give. Still learning. Still <laughs> learning. I say this so much, but like, I really enjoy like sitting down. Yeah. for an hour with these guests yeah. we get to know each other more and then you know we get to know our guests a little bit more like um like ash you know mm-hmm. you work with ash mm-hmm. for a long time uh, or you work you met her at the station and, yeah. and whatnot and um were your were your favorite moments of that episode from the ash episode it was just fun to catch up with her because it was like a whole lifetime ago that we worked together yeah, yeah. we're just kids i uh-huh. think of ash as like this part of my life where we're just <laughs> we're not kids anymore (laughs) definitely not but this time of my life where we just didn't have like any responsibilities Uh besides showing up to work and doing a good job at work um but also like one of those like formative things where it's like you learn we were like soaking up all that information we had great mentors and so that was just fun to reminisce but i'm also so inspired by her journey Mm because she's like really put herself out there um in so many ways and she's now like i'm just proud of her mm-hmm. yeah yeah she, yeah she's awesome yeah yeah i can't believe i didn't record that little social media clip that was, <laughs> that was luckily okay. it was just a social media oh my goodness imagine it was the whole episode that was like you know every now and then we'll do like some questions and answers with our guests and i feel like she had good questions and answers but luckily the camera maybe. audio the back that's why we have backups uh, <laughs> but it definitely didn't sound as crisp as this but yeah that was that was funny that was a pretty that was a highlight of season one i never did that before i've never seen you do that ever yeah you're that, usually so on it i with think technical, i was like, just distracted or something <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> icebreaker wow if you had one, if you had to cancel one major holiday, which one would you eliminate? One major holiday? I was going to say Valentine's Day, but I do love having Valentine's Day for my girls because mm-hmm. they love, like, my husband sends them flowers to the school. Oh, it's so cute. And he's done that since they're in preschool. Oh. So they would have, like, these huge bouquets yeah, of yeah, flowers yeah. delivered to their school. And then he was like, I'm going to do this until they become adults. Oh, that's <laughs> such a good tradition. And then hand it off to, like, whoever let take, they're dating. Let me dating. take some notes. Yeah, Peter, that's <laughs> so good. So that's super cute. Um, we got to pick something. Some random one. St. Patty's Day. <laughs> I'm Dang. done with car bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one more of this. Yeah, one more, and then let's let's talk about some favorite moments. Yeah. Okay. Describe a time when you were being defensive and not open-minded. Um, even I think in just like my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. defensive in a sense where. You know, you, you grow up believing something, and then someone comes to you with another. You know, like they grew up with something else, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like. Or just being open-minded to the other belief, you know, because mm-hmm. I grew up, like, intense and, like... Just you mean, to, like, religious? Yeah, yeah, like, religious. And, like, we talked about in Rihanna's episode mm-hmm. a lot. And I think for that one, you know, it opened my eyes a lot to, like, the, the other spiritual... Like, you don't have to be religious to be spiritual. spiritual. So that was, like, a big thing, you know, and it was just, like... Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so her episode was, like, very um, eye-opening, too, because, you know, I grew up super Catholic. Yeah. And I, I still believe in, you know um god. the religion and god and all mm-hmm. that but you know there there are some things you know you 
I was like defensive for a lot of it and then like just being open-minded as I got older and older like that really like opened my eyes to a lot yeah. of things and then Rihanna's episode you know like I got my cards read for the first time that was a very memorable moment yeah and I was just like whoa okay Damn. did you resonate with what she picked I did I was yeah. she, she said I was like wise and stuff or something and I was yeah. like oh like that that's kind of cool um yeah i do think about that like what she picked for you i was like yo that's so true like what she said about people not like jealous of you but just like oh yeah i remember that too yeah yeah not jealous of you but just like curious Mm -hmm. i'm like wow he how'd he get to that point you know Mm -hmm. at such a young age working with bretman rock too you know like he's super spiritual Mm -hmm. um you know with crystals and all that stuff so it's just like eye-opening because it's like there are different beliefs out there you know it's not just like the one you grew up with yeah so that was, that was i love that bretman brought his crystals too yeah that was a good that was <laughs> he fun. like carries yeah. it around with him uh-huh. everywhere he goes yeah so like you know i'm so happy we got bretman on like that's crazy <laughs> um, yeah what were your favorite moments from that one um i get to work with him like often and you know like i get to see a whole different side of him mm-hmm. i think it was cool just to sit down with like an hour with him and like you got to experience that other side yeah. of him and then you know like our viewers got to experience a different side of him like he's like super down to earth and i don't think a lot of people know that i mean actually they do because they like they know that he's who he is on social media and in person yeah. but it's just like that deeper level and, like he shared a bunch of stories that you know like yeah like you mentioned um yeah when he was talking about his like teachers yeah, yeah, because yeah, his teachers. that morning we had posted on instagram if you have any questions for bretman mm-hmm. like let us know dm us and then there was a question that came in like from one of his teachers so we brought it up and then he almost cried yeah when we brought it up uh-huh. because yeah, it, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. teacher meant so much to him and then he went on to say like so many teachers that he's had mm-hmm. made such a huge impact on him because and he brought up like specific moments uh-huh it's crazy yeah i think a lot of people was like really surprised by that like how vulnerable he was mm-hmm. and that he it's just a side of him that i don't think a, he puts out there a lot i don't know i mean he's he is vulnerable he like shows us all parts of his life but i feel like that one showed his like soft heart mm-hmm. it was so cute mm-hmm. yeah i think i think for him too and like even zach you know like manifesting mm-hmm. like that's something that was introduced to me like later in life as and well Kimi-A. and i wish yeah Kimi A too. Oh, yeah. Kimi-A was a big one yeah and it was just like for me like I, it was introduced like later in my life where i was like talking with you and like other people and it was just like manifesting and like writing things down and like really mm-hmm. believing you know whatever you want to believe in visualizing and it's like visualizing it. and mm-hmm. the universe will meet you yeah and that's what Kimmy kept saying and i was yeah. like dang that was a good way to wrap up season one as uh-huh. well yeah yeah so we need to visualize season two yeah yeah <laughs> so what can we say about season two season two um so first of all we're gonna take a little bit of a break mm-hmm. between seasons just to kind of regroup and strategize and like really be intentional about what season two yeah. will look like we 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 went into this you know we just like had an idea we didn't want to get stuck in analysis paralysis so we're like let's just execute let's just like set everything up and do it uh-huh. and once we did it we're like okay we gotta keep going yeah so we just ran with the momentum and never really got to sit down and like talk about like our goals and like vision for it yeah so yeah that's it what, is a lot of work yeah it is it it's, was surprising yeah. how much work it would be because sure we sit down and like have these guys and talk for an hour but after that there's like editing it, it it's mm-hmm. like uploading it it's cutting the reels it's scheduling the next guest it's uh-huh. preparing for the guest 
yes it's splitting our time and like colby yeah. has to fly in every single time for these things so it's like how do we schedule it with her schedule and mm -hmm. you know my schedule and their like, schedule yeah oh yeah and their schedule as well so it, yeah it was a big learning experience so we're, we're stoked but uh, i'm proud of us for doing the yeah. whole season our growth was pretty good too for mm -hmm. like two to three months yep we got on Spotify, Apple, mm -hmm. consistently posting on YouTube. Our social media, our Instagram has grown a lot too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, for so, only 11 episodes. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And so, I mean, so we're going to take the break during June to, yeah, just like regroup, um, you know, visualize our season two and like what we want with this uncut podcast. And don't worry, we'll still be like cutting clips and whatnot on mm -hmm. social media. But yeah, we're going to take a break, plan out season two. We have some exciting goals for season mm -hmm. two. And yeah guests. and guests I, I think season two will be even bigger and better because like you know what we've been learning from season one about like manifesting visualizing like the hard work ethic being strategic that's all the things that we need to do going into season two because season one was just kind of like one of those like andrew said like let's just do it and see what happens mm -hmm. but now it's gonna take some yeah. some Actual some thinking hard work. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be good yeah and we really are looking for sponsors too so if anybody <laughs> wants to sponsor or yeah. you know help if take care of kobe's like flights sponsor, yes <laughs> yeah okay should we like wrap up with one last question each yeah okay that's a good one okay i'll go first what does loving someone mean to you mm. yeah everyone has a different definition of love i think to me especially since I value my time so much mm -hmm. um, and energy. I think loving someone to me is just being able to give them like, or being able to spend quality time with them. And like, I think time is a big one. Yeah. yeah prioritizing I, time. And with sometimes them. I, I, I do have an issue with that and, you know, I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think time is a big one. Is you that think. your, do you know if that's your love language? My, like what I give out or what I want, what you i guess both then like what's your love language my my love language um that i like to receive is acts of service and mm. then words of affirmation <laughs> yeah i think quality time is like third okay and then physical touch is like my last one yeah <laughs> same yeah um what but are yours? do you do but quality oh, yeah. time must be like how you give love then if you're saying spending uh, time i think i think gifts was it yeah is gifts one gifts 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 and like acts of service no is it yeah yeah so gifts, i think gifts acts of service quality is my first time. one is like to give because like i think yeah. that's like my easy not easy but you know like that's what i go to but then quality so time would be like be my like, second if you're like i want to show megan that i really love her i would buy her something you'd buy her something but hers is quality time and like you know it, it takes that to understand you mm -hmm. know so it's like i i understand it sometimes because i'm so busy all the time and it's like mm -hmm. when there is time I do want to spend it with her. Mm. And, you know, I, I do want to give her that quality time. I yeah. wonder if it changes from partner to partner, though. Do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like how you give love. 100%. Because I think. then you're trying to give them the love that they need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they try to give you the love that you need. Mm -hmm. So I think it is like, you know, love is like compromise. Everyone's definition of it is different. Mm -hmm. But it's how I think love is understanding how to love. Yeah, know. that's a good yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah, because then you are thinking about the other person. Exactly. And that's, like not everyone's that's the same. love, you know, when you like think of someone before yourself, somebody mm -hmm. else's needs before yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and understanding that and like being able to reciprocate that. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Nice. Good answer.
what does it take for you to trust someone? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like trust is a journey. Okay. And trusting someone really is loving someone. It's like faith, you know? Trusting someone is like having faith in mm -hmm. someone. But trust is, yeah, just putting your faith in someone That's and huge. loving them. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, and that's and scary for a lot of people. Uh -huh. That's scary for me because, yeah, you know, I was a control a, freak. Yeah. So. In, in all aspects of life, right? Like <laughs> yeah. whether it's your love partner, your family, or even like work. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh -huh. I feel like a lot of people who become entrepreneurs are control freaks. <laughs> oh, 100%. I think <laughs> that's really like the hard. big one of Kimie's episode, right? Was like letting go. Letting go. Yeah. Jana's episode was Everyone, the same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To have them on our podcast and like to say, let go yeah let go let go let go let go and just trust yeah no totally mm -hmm. even this even this podcasting thing it's like letting go of control because who knows what's gonna happen yeah 100 <laughs> i think we did you know because it's like if we were to do it like you know we would have waited for like a proper space or like figured out and we just got stuck i don't think we would have recorded one episode yet if we just waited yeah. and no, totally. not let go yeah and we are having real conversations i mean sometimes we kind of get stuck in like um, being able to like say it properly or whatever and you know like that's just a thing that we need to get over but I think like the best podcasts that I like to listen to are just super just raw and real and that's why people are listening instead of just watching it on reels 100% and you know I, I think sometimes I wish we could record our off-camera conversations too like you know like nice episode before mm -hmm. that we we're just like talking about like life catching up and then talked about like he was planning to propose and you know, know like this whole extravagant idea now oh, he's engaged i know so you know congrats nai and kiana but yeah, i mean what was your favorite moment i think our we laughed the most when xavier came uh, on Zave, yes. how's this guy he's just a he's a freaking clown yeah like he's so good <laughs> off camera like the moment he enters a room he's just like we were laughing already yeah we were just laughing the whole entire time. He's so funny. But he has a big vision for his comedy and everything too. So, I mean, all of our guests, you know, they have, mm -hmm. have big visions. And it, it's 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 going to be exciting to, you know, like be able to talk about it here and then see it happen. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. How about you? What's one, like, one moment or like one guest? Okay, actual guest. Uh, let me think. Let me think. I think a memorable moment would be like Tamua's episode. Yeah. Um, what part? You know, we... I, I've worked with him a couple times and whatnot. You see him on social media, but like just like sitting down with him, I didn't know he was into stand up comedy. Yeah. Even before social media, I thought he was like social media turned uh, stand up comic. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah, just hearing about that and like again, it, it's it's about like the the pivot in career, right? Like he was wanting to be a football player. His dad, his grandpa, you know, like yeah. they're all football players, and yeah. then just just hearing about how like. Like hearing the journey and mm -hmm. understanding the journey from his point of view, it makes you appreciate like where he is now. So like knowing that about him, now when I watch his stuff, I'm like even more proud of him or like even more stoked for him because I'm like, I know the journey that he's been on and it hasn't been super easy. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, he had like a quick rise to fame, but it's like he had been freaking working at mm -hmm. it for years before. Yeah. And what, what he's doing with it now. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was huge. All right, let's see one more question. So one more question. Okay, each. one more question each. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. You go first. Okay. How would your 10-year-old self react to who you are today? I think my 10-year-old self would be shocked 
because my 10 year old self was super shy and like i was definitely a follower i wasn't a uh, leader i wouldn't ha- i wouldn't like describe myself as a leader at 10 years old mm. i was quiet and i was like such a goody two-shoes like i just wanted everybody to be happy with me and like mm-hmm. didn't want to disrupt anything didn't uh-huh. want to change anything just like fell in line you oh, know wow. but so i think 10 year old kobe would be pretty shocked but i think proud i yeah, hope 100%. i hope proud yeah oh that's awesome <laughs> Okay, what's something you appreciate about your life right now that you may not have 10 years from now? Kind of morbid if you think about it. But. Yeah. 10 years from now. 10 years comes by. That's... that's. You that, will be 38. Yeah, that's one thing I realized. Like 10 years, that seems long, but it comes quick. I was oh, I know, there I know, I know 10 it. years yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how to answer that. I think... Oh, no, wait, that sounds bad, too, though. I was going to say not having kids, the freedom of it. But I think I'll, I no, think it's it's tough because it's like, you know, you, you lose one freedom, but you gain something else, right? Yeah. And it's like the perspective of it. But I, w- I would say, like, my time without kids. Yeah. Not yeah. having that worry or responsibility, just trying to focus on yourself. And you should appreciate that now because oh, yeah. let me tell you, it's not going to be the same when you have kids. Oh, 100%. I hear <laughs> from everyone, all the new parents and everything, you know, it's like, Grow up, growing up, you know, you have your family and whatnot, and then you, you start focusing on yourself, and you get into a relationship, you got to focus on someone else, and then you build that relationship, and then, you know, if, if you decide to have kids, then you start focusing on another group of people. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang. <laughs> it's like less and less about you. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I'm a Leo. That's tough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it'll always be about you. <laughs> no, I, I would, like, give you the same advice. Like, yeah, uh-huh. appreciate this time. Like, go on as many date nights, as many trips, you know, mm-hmm. as you can now. Yeah, that's a big one. Because I know, I know you, and I know whenever you do something, you go all in. Mm-hmm. So... When you do have kids, you're going to be the best dad and they're going to be eating good and traveling and doing all those things too. But yeah, it's take a little bit more work to get them out the door. Oh, 100%. 10 years from now, I hope oh, I hope we uh, are like crushing this podcast. <laughs> On season <laughs> 65. <Yeah. laughs> what, what, are, what are some of your, or what, what's your, your goal for season two, you know, personally? Yeah. Or for this podcast in general? Yeah, I mean, I think for season two, more like meaningful conversations, Mm -hmm. like keep having those like meaningful conversations where you can get to know somebody and in the process kind of get to know yourself too. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's been kind of a takeaway. Like I can be like, oh, I see myself in your journey and um, inspired by your journey. And I think that's the goal for other people would feel the same way. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, How about you? For me, you know, I, I, again, like, you know, this started out as like a passion project, do it for fun whenever we have time. And like the, the momentum of it, you know, kind of like made me realize like, oh, this is something that like, there's something there. Mm-hmm. We can work on it, get better at it. And like, so it's like, for me now, I'm like, okay, how can I shift my life to devote more time and energy into this project? Just figuring out a way to reach more people yeah. with this podcast. Because yeah. I feel like there's yeah. something there. I yeah. know there's something. I believe for there's sure. something there. For sure. Anytime we get like a comment or like somebody shares our story or like, uh, you know, watches an episode or comments on an episode, mm-hmm. like I feel like it, it just, I don't, it gives me so much motivation and so much joy to see that. It's like, wow, this is actually making an impact. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that at all. 
Yeah, and like for you, like OG since listening since <laughs> episode so one, like thank you so much. We we kept going because like we would see you watching it, like the viewer count go up. Like man, people are like looking forward to this. People are hyping this up. People are sharing it on their Instagram. People are like commenting. It's it's like it means so much to us. Mm-hmm. So since you moved away. Mm-hmm. you know we we don't really get to like meet up and stuff all the time I and mean, we, we text and whatnot but it's like we get to spend time with each other for like at least once a m- couple weeks or yeah. like in like, like once a month or something and it's like yeah. i feel like we definitely like evolved our relationship too and yeah. that's something I, I think is really cool and like even like you know to do like an episode like this and like just like learning how each other like we operate too yeah because like figuring out like hey kobe can you do this or like you know we for me like i was like oh i feel so bad because like kobe's doing like all this like editing and everything and i'm like trying so it's just like trying to figure out and navigate that i think we're learning a lot about each other too um yeah but, yeah, but I think no that's like, i like appreciate you so much because i like show up and you're like i'll come get you and then uh-huh. come to the studio and then you like have everything set up and then a lot of our guests were because of relationships that you had and so i like have i have this like new appreciation for you uh-huh. too like i am like we couldn't have done it alone for sure yeah i'm stoked I'm, yeah yeah it, it's uh i'm so excited for season two me too i uh, know we have a lot of ideas uh-huh. <laughs> that Visions. we're working on yeah. yeah we just want to make sure that it is aligned with who we are and like the content we want to put out there and but still like having having people come on and sharing their story i think it's been super inspirational yeah i think season two we can keep this deck yeah we can ask them them questions it'll be cool it'll be funny so thank you thank you for listening thank you for watching and thank you for subscribing yeah should we end it on a shot let's go cheers to season (laughs) two this is what happens we just keep taking shots until the whole costco bottle is gone (laughs) yeah this is the first time it's being documented. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to season two. Cheers to season two. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. That wraps up season one. Please continue to subscribe, share, like, comment. Um, we'll post some unseen footage on YouTube as well. So stay tuned for that. And see you in season two.